So with the holy letters of the Rebbe in volume 7, this is letter number 1919, and the, this is dated Baruch Hashem, the 28th day of Marchesh and Tavshin Yud Gimel, and the Rebbe is addressing it to uh, Rav Chosid and uh, Rav Yitzchak Sheikh Yehutner. He's uh, also the genius. Now the Rebbe apparently uh, studied together uh, in Berlin, uh, together it was uh, over there, and he was very close with the Rebbe. I think this letter, uh, the Rebbe is responding to a discussion of a previous letter. Uh, the Rebbe gave a blessing for Rosh Hashanah in a very general way, and he sort of commented that a blessing should be more specific. So they're going back and forth now about when you give a blessing, and the Rebbe pointed out that there is a difference between, he, he said that when you make a bracha, on, on, on food, for example. So you don't say one bracha, everything for all food. You make a separate bora pri ha'etz, you make bora pri ha'adoma, you make bora minimizonas, you make a separate bracha for everything, because as it says, you have to thank Hashem for everything. So, when you give somebody a blessing, so should you just say, oh, may God fulfill all your heart's desire for the good, so that would be sort of a general blessing. Or should you say, well, God should give you wealth and God should give you nachas and he should give you health and he should uh, give you the a peace of mind. You can, is better giving it in a general way. I'm just giving these examples. I mean, there's not, nothing in the yeah. letter. But I'm giving, should you say it in a, so the Rebbe, he, he sort of almost criticized or uh, said to the Rebbe that a blessing should come in a very specific way versus in a general way. And the Rebbe told him that there's a difference between blessings that you do for food, which actually over there we're trying to thank Hashem for the specifics, and then there is a difference between giving a person a blessing which is a blessing for success, which you don't want to minimize. In the bigger one is included because when you start articulating, you might miss something out, you're not going to mention everything, you can't say everything. We've got to look back in the letter over there. So here the Rebbe writes back. Shalom so Abraham. Yeah. The titles in both Harava Goen Harava Chosid. So that's you know amazing because uh, as you learned that he came from his family members. He also came from the Gerer uh, dynasty. Right. That's what you mentioned Hasidim. yesterday, right? Chasidim. Right. Right. Okay. So, but whatever the case is, so he was both a uh, uh, with the Hasidim and with the Lithuanians. Anyways, yeah. so the Rebbe says, Shalom Avracha. So the Rebbe says, I'm responding on your letter of the 18th of Cheshven and the one that be preceded it. And the Rebbe says, please forgive me that my letter has, my response has been delayed because of all of the preoccupations and all the letters that have been uh, gathered here from the past month of Tishrei. Uh, those letters require something which is not academic, it's something that you have to respond, people need to know what to do. So they take, the Rebbe says, I I find them fit to answer to them before I address those letters that are just talking about the Medrash to expounding, and the Rebbe gives him some references from the Pischet Shuva in Yeridei Simeresh Membeis, and you see how the Rebbe's uh, knowledge in every part connects it to here. 
And the Rebbe says, I'm, especially the Rebbe says, I'm sure that your honor will forgive me for the delay uh, because you know the reason for it, so you'll forgive me. So look about the Rebbe's writing. The Rebbe's letter is dated the 28th of Marcheshvin. Uh, he wrote to the Rebbe on the 18th. It's only 10 days later. And the Rebbe is, but apparently wrote something before also. Right, you don't know when. Yeah, right. but still the Rebbe finds it necessary. Hold on. He's addressing his uh, comments that he made. Number one, uh, the Rebbe uh, pointed to a Zohar in the portion of Akif. Now apparently uh, he wrote to the Rebbe that what it says there does not exactly meet, fit in with the context that the Rebbe was saying. He sort of challenged the Rebbe that the Rebbe pointed to the Zohar. So the Rebbe says something very interesting. The Rebbe says, to begin with, I wasn't intending that over there it talks about exactly those, uh, that matter that we have in exchange of our letter that we were discussing. But the Rebbe says, I have conducted myself as I have taken this custom. That whenever I find something in the revealed part of Torah to grab uh, that opportunity, and to search how this matter is explained in Hasidus. And the same thing, on the other hand, when you learn an explanation in Hasidus, I always look for something similar in the revealed part of Torah. Matter of fact, it's interesting, it has nothing to do with here, but in one of the letters of the Rebbe's father to the Rebbe, the Rebbe writes him, I see that you have a brilliant mind to come up with good, uh, with good insight, but I want to tell you that you should always beside base your interpretation on the Kabbalah tradition to make sure that it also fits with the Kabbalah. Then you know that it's really actually wholesome, that the interpretation is correctly. So the Rebbe says this is an interesting thing. If I find something in the revealed part of Torah, I try to put it to Hasidus. And from Hasidus, I put it to the Nigla. So the Rebbe says, even if it's a different explanation, but the Rebbe says, after looking into this, so in addition to that, so the Rebbe says, since in this Zohar, uh, it explains the idea of the blessings that we make when we enjoy Hashem food or smell or whatever we enjoy, so certainly the Rebbe says that we can find through this an additional illumination in the matter that we were discussing. So first the Rebbe says to him, even if it had nothing to do, I just wanted to bring in a Kabbalah, Hasidic, something to our discussion. But the Rebbe says that um, this is what it's... So the Rebbe continues, he says, Look in the Biyuri HaZoyar, the previous note in the previous letter uh, that the Rebbe started uh, in the conversation, that's in the Mittler Rebbe on page Kuf Chav uh, Dalid. So over there, the Rebbe explains we can find an insight, even though that the actual explanation is not the explanation that the Rebbe used, but over there we can find the insight. Also, as far as our discussion, the Rebbe says, because if you look there, especially in uh, 
in the end of the piece which begins that uh, so it says like this what is the meaning when we say Baruch Ato Hashem so the Metal Rebbe explains that in the Bura Zoyer that in order that there should be an elevation trying to elevate the fruit that we're trying the physical fruit to be included in the saying of Hashem, Hashem says, let there be a tree that makes fruit, and we want to take this fruit and elevate it into that saying, make a fruit. And that's the meaning of, he creates the fruit of the tree, which was the Hashem saying, so he's saying, and similarly, anytime we make a brich sanenin, says the Biurazer there, that's the language over there that he says. And anytime you're making a bracha, you're basically elevating that food into the source in which it was created. So, therefore, by Birchas Aneni, we understand that if one would make a bracha, a general bracha, without specifically saying that fruit, a priyadoma, priyates, so then that would only elevate it into the general saying where Hashem says, let there be fruit, not specifically let there be fruit of the tree or let it be fruit of the, of the earth, not priyadoma, uh, priyates, as opposed to when you make a bracha for that particular fruit that you're eating now, you're saying priyates, so then you're also including Hashem created fruit, but you're also saying specifically for that particular fruit. Now, we don't find every single fruit in the Torah. The Torah doesn't mention every single fruit. Uh, different just says, but we know either sometimes the saying is specifically, like the bracha says, So that is directly to the maimer oisepri. Or what happens with things, hadoma, uh, it doesn't say priya hadoma. So then, as we know, the Rebbe brings from the Tanya that there is the certain the sayings of Hashem went for every particular thing, but sometimes they come through chilufim and tumuris, exchange, and those are different ways to manipulate the letters so that it will come to that particular fruit. But these were also included in Hashem's saying, either directly, like in the Eitz, or through the chilufim and tumuris, exchanges and substitutes and different ways to come up. But the bottom line is you want to include it not just in the general saying of Hashem that was preceded that particular, but we want to include it with that bracha into that particular saying of Hashem, which is the energy force of that particular item that you're eating, not just for all fruits, but fruit of the tree, fruit of the uh, ground, or any other bracha. This is just an example by fruit, but any other particular bracha. And the Rebbe says... Number two, that uh, to explain the uh, by by brachas why we make a separate bracha, uh, and the Rebbe made the distinction before between a bracha that we are drawing down, in which you're trying to bless somebody to bring him down. So. Apparently, the bracha, the general bracha, I'm guessing, was the Rebbe used to bless people with a shana toiva mesukha. That means a good and a sweet year, without specifying the details. 
So we, the Rebbe explained that in a general bracha, we don't want to say the details because everything is included. A good year would include all the, all the, the details. So just like when we're doing a bracha, which we're extending uh, Hashem's blessing to draw down in a general way, and it's advantageous over the specific bracha because in addition to only saying one detail, we have a lot more detail. So we're not focusing only on one detail. We have so much more. So that same reason would apply why by Birchas Hanenim, those blessings that we thank Hashem when we make a bracha, when we enjoy from Hashem's world, uh, we eat or we, we drink and we good smell, whatever, we are enjoying the world, we should say a specific bracha for that type and not just a general, because then, in addition to thanking of Hashem for the category in general, for fruits, say, say, oh, thanking Hashem for growing things, we are adding to that generally also the special advantage in this particular type of this category. So within fruits, we're going to say the fruit of the tree. We're going to say vibrates. Uh, and that would be like in the Gemara, it says that sometimes you have an item which is inclusive, but then you add to it something which would add more, uh, talk sometimes about prohibitions, that and adding on top of one uh, general, to add you know another prohibition on top of what's there, but if you are adding, so you have koilel umaysif, so in this case, you're thanking Hashem for generally fruit, but you're also saying for the fruit specifically, so you had more. And in addition to that, the Rebbe says, he had another reason. The Rebbe says, I would say another reason, without, had I not been uh, scared to come up with this, I would say this, and I guess maybe the Rebbe in the previous letter also said that it was his father-in-law's tradition, that's what he said in the father-in-law's way, the way his father-in-law do it. But the Rebbe says, there's an additional reason why in Rosh Hashanah we use a general, I think because the Rebbe is commenting also on the uh, previous Rebbe's custom, the Rebbe uses the language Lula de Mistafina, had he not been scared, he would say, that he used to use on Rosh Hashanah a general language, because Rosh Hashanah is a general of the whole year. So on a day like Rosh Hashanah over there, it's fitting to say, again, I think, for the whole year, because we're not talking about specific, we're talking about a general day, which is Rosh Hashanah. Further, uh, he pointed out uh, from a Rashi in Dvorim Lamad Gimel Chavtes that towards the end of the Chumash, when Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, speaking about the Yidden, about all the different... Uh, blessings that he was giving them. So um, Rashi brings out over there that uh, in the Lamed Gimel Chavtes in Devarim, so he tried to bring a, a proof from that Rashi that after Moshe Rabbeinu goes through all the details, then he says, Ashrach Yisrael gives him a general blessing. So Rashi says over there that after Moshe Rabbeinu gives all the details. He says to them, why should I detail everything? Well, you have everything. You got it all. So apparently, he wanted a proof from this Rashi 
So we see that Moshe Rabbeinu did give them all the details, and then he gave them the generals. So we see this was a bracha samshacha, and still gave him the details, and then the general. But the Rebbe says, I don't understand, because Rashi himself says, Rashi says that after he details the brachas, he says to them, why should I detail it? You have it all. So that would appear just the opposite, that there is no need to detail, that we should just say, uh, everything is yours. So notwithstanding the fact that that's the way he did it, but then he said, I shouldn't do that, really. Everything is yours already. So that means that the klal in the Birch The Rebbe says, but however, it's known in many areas in, in Hasidus that the uh, height, the Oymek Roim, the depth of the height, the greatest height, and the deepest low are one opposite the other. Which means... Uh, if you want to descend down, just like when you're descending down to the lowest, to the Bira Mikto, who is able to descend and do mitzvahs and go down into the world and contend with all the challenges to going down into the Bira Mikto? It's only somebody who was on a very high level, uh, if you're on a Igra Roma. If you just have, it looks like Rabbi saying, if you just have Shasa Poskim, you're not yet at that Igra Roma. You have the higher level. You don't want to go to the COVID, but if you if you don't want to go to the higher level because you want to just stick to the Primus Atoira, but then how are you going to go down into the Igra Roma? And same thing is afterwards, uh, how could you really come to an Aliyah to the person, you have to first process and go through going down to the Biramikta, being in the world, being in the engaged with all the challenges, and then you'll go even to higher than the Igre Rama. You have to go through the Biramikta. So you have to be on the highest level to be involved in the world. In the in particulars of the mitzvahs in, in in this physical world, and that will also bring you up to a higher level of karma. And if you don't have that higher level uh, when you're going down into this world, uh, we see what happened. This is the difference between the malachim that came down. We read in the Chumash in the time of. Uh, and in, in, in the beginning, when they they, they, they the malachim, they fell down and they became uh, the bnei alikim, as the pasuk says there, and they they went astray because they weren't on the high level, uh, as opposed to the neshamas that come down, and davke coming down, they really reach the highest level, to connect to Hashem Himself. So. The Rebbe says, so you have to have that extra. So just like that, the same thing is true with this in the study of Torah. In order to come to the level of Torah with Chavivus, the Rebbe is pointing to the Gemara Dorim Pe'alaf Alaf. In other words, you should do uh, loving the mitzvahs, making the bracha b'toyret chila, and uh, loving the mitzvahs and fulfilling the mitzvahs with specific, particularly also in all the details. So in our days, you have to come to the top. You have to come specifically by connecting in the inner parts of Torah. 
as the Tanya the Rebbe points out, says there below the Elam Kimamitu without the level of Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, without them there cannot be a true sustaining of the mitzvahs. And this is also uh, the light that has been created on the first day that Hashem is hidden in the Torah. That's the hidden light in the Torah as brought down the Mbashem Tov and the Zohar. The Rebbe says various different uh, points in the Zohar. And the Rebbe says, prolonging to you, it's extra with blessing and with honor. Now, the Rebbe, this is a very, uh, I guess, like a detailed uh, scholarly letter to Rav Hutner. And um, I guess together with the uh, answer and his issue about whether you should say a general bracha, say specifics, and the discussion over here, as the Rebbe points out, um, the various uh, reasons and also how it's connected to the Be'er Hazair from the Middle Rebbe that the Rebbe quoted over there, um, but also the uh, additional point the Rebbe makes that uh, we want to thank Hashem in addition to the growing thing we say specifically by the Birch Zanenim. And uh, the other point that the Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the year, we should have a general bracha, and uh, and the Rebbe does not accept his note uh, from the Rashi. The Rebbe says, Ad Rabbi Rashi is mashmad there, that you don't have to detail everything. But the bottom line at the end, the Rebbe encourages him to um, encourage others to learn chassidus. Don't think that you can push that off for later because in order to contend and to do mitzvahs and learn Torah B'chavivus, you have to learn the Primis HaToyra. That also has the Eir the hidden light in the teaching of Hasidus.